0: The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution, you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts. Fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.
1: I'm Jeff and is, this is uh, let's talk Every time I hear that music for the intro, you know what I think of? Uh, I think of like a like we're going to a weightlifting you know podcast or something, or oh, uh, yeah. building or maybe an NFL yeah, sports well, or something, yeah, or even motorsports, you know,
2: yeah, that's the generic uh, uh intro when I do, and that's but we, yeah,
1: but we do have some other ones that we came up with on our own. We had to put the Bigfoot, screen back, on yeah, the Bigfoot screen back on We also got to do, uh, you did a great, uh, version of the Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is by far the best cartoon I think I've ever seen in my <clears screen. throat> animation series, sorry. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh. At some you, point. He is the master, by the way, yeah, folks. He's point. the one that comes up with all the different little video streams and, uh, and videos and music and, uh. You do a lot for this show, and I just want to say I appreciate it because I when have, I can can have been zero been knowledge of how to do that crap. In, the
2: in fact, weeks, if he well. wasn't
1: here right now, there's absolutely no way I would be able to figure out, <laughs> A, how to do this. There really isn't. You know I wouldn't. I'd be down here for like well, two we hours. Well, we got to
2: teach you something, because when yeah. you move to Arizona or wherever you're, where to, moving, wherever to, you're right. moving to, we've got we to do this stuff remote.
1: To the moon, baby. To the moon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we'll keep the show going. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh. So, what do you got? What's going on?
2: 12, 12 days.
1: Twelve days to what?
2: The midterms, voting uh, day, election day. Midterms. And this week has been. An eye it, opener. It's been. It's been. An eye opener. Stand up comedy. Yep. Almost every night, sometimes two or three times that night, and I'm talking about de- Democrat Republican debates. Oh, across the country. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the, uh, our governor's was last night.
1: Last night was the night before, was it? Was it the night before? I thought it was last night. No, it was the night before. It was the same night as the Fetterman one. And that was, uh, Tuesday night. We're a now, we're a now, uh, what an, was hour. We're an hour, an hour, an hour, an hour. It's Thursday. I thought Thursday. this
2: was the day after Fetterman's.
1: No, it was the same night. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. It was a bunch in the same night. Oh, like yeah, Tuesday there was a, bu-
2: yeah. was a whole bunch Monday. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Monday or
1: Tuesday, but it was all oh the same day,
2: so. Oh, my God. Unfortunately,
1: the New York State one, uh, governorship, kind of got drowned out by the Federman disaster.
2: Well, okay, you I know. guess I guess why I didn't realize because actually the New York State one, unless you were live and local... Right, you didn't see it. You really didn't see it. It wasn't right. really... I mean... Yeah, cause I, I guess it was, cause I, had, I was having a hard time finding it the next day, Right. and it wasn't until today that I was, I was able to stumble across Channel Eighteen Eyewitness fucking whatever <laughs> in New York City, and that's right. where that's where it was. So, yeah. um, probably a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't see it, but I think the ones that it was important to see it saw
1: it. Yeah, the people, the, the demographic. Downstate. Yeah, downstate needed to see it.
2: You and, know and he's gonna
1: win everything that everybody else has always <laughs> won under Republican sign, You know upstate. You know he's already won that. Yeah. Um, you know Cuomo won last time by twenty four points. This is the last election he was supposed to win by thirty five and won by twenty four. It's yes. uh, already starting to go down. Um, yes. This time there's a much better candidate. Uh, he, has, he he really did really really well. I think the I don't know if you saw the part where he did the the drum roll with his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like driving a, a point home, and then she—I don't know if she prepared for it or not—but like, how could you say, ask him what is, why he's fixated on putting people in, in jail? What, don't you know there's well, a crime she, problem? She had, yeah, she, she, I mean,
2: had, she had a lot of stupid stupid things. They she it,
1: she kept going after guns.
2: Kept going after everything. It's legal everything. gun people. It was more legal. It gun was shit. it was tough to hear. Right. And you could almost. It was very difficult to hear that she was saying illegal.
1: Right, right. And I
2: think there may have been one or two times that she said legal. Right. Which was definitely a Freudian sleep on her part. Right. Um, interesting debate format. I actually kind of liked it. Um, it was kind of like uh, like a, a game show. Right. Because uh, then they had... Uh, the candidates the got to ask each other one question. Right. I thought they, was gonna go, I thought they were going to ask more than just one question. And then they had a lightning round, which was... <laughs> Funny, but anyways, it was fair. So her one, her one fucking question, her one fucking question. She's going up to this guy that's <laughs> starting to kick her ass, right. and her one fucking question is, "Why do you think Trump was the greatest yeah, president?"
1: Yeah, exactly. What? How's it? people are sick of the Trump shit? Everything.
2: Every and again, I it was it was it was sad. It was sad that this. It just it just goes to her. Incompetency. If it wasn't about guns, it was about Trump. But that was it. Yeah. Like issues that she probably could have got scored some actual points on. Like like abortion. She hit it a little bit. A little bit, but yeah. it was it was like a, a thirty second bite and that was right. it. Yeah. She went back to the guns. She went back to Trump. She went back to January sixth. She went back to election denier, climate denier. Correct. Right. Now, whatever it was, gender denier, whatever she let denier thing she <laughs> called them. it was horrible. Um, I don't, I don't know what was more painful to watch because at least I give Fetterman <laughs> credit because he just he's, he had a stroke. Right, you got to get a guy. I get, I get, I, I get, get, get. I, and he was going against Doctor Ah again, Pennsylvanias Pennsylvanians. Pennsylvanians I am I am truly sorry for your lack of fucking options. Yeah. No um I'm not hundred percent sold on Doctor Oz either. But
1: in comparison but, but at least You got fucking Elmer Fudd or Doctor Oz, Oz. I get Veterans
2: had the stroke and he's had issues. Right. But he's he's just a wingnut nut to boot. And right. then you know it, and, and you had to know. It was, you had to know it was gonna be a train even the Washington, you had to know it was gonna be a train wreck. Right. Yeah. He he gets to, he gets to lead off the debate. John Fenry. <laughs> you got six seconds. Tell them why you want to be a senator for Pennsylvania. And he goes, Hi. Good night. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Good night, everyone. And then he just kinda of paused, like a long, yeah, super dramatic pause, like
1: and he went in as tyrant, and then
2: he <laughs>
1: un, I had to really. I watched it three times to figure out. I knew he was going after Oz, but he, he mixed it all up. So then I had to put the stuff together after the fact, and I, I now I know what he was trying to say. I get it now, but at the time I was like, "What the fuck is this guy trying to say?" <laughs> and it
2: was what was it called? The, the Oz? Yeah, the, the Oz factor, the Oz. yeah, something, the Oz like something. Yeah. Basically, it was. Whenever you see Doctor Oz, I'm he's lying, lying. lying. Yes, or on the, when you hear him talk you know, or on stage, or on TV, he's lying. That's like stage. my wife goes. How do you know when a man's lying? He's opening his mouth. Right. You know yeah. it was. So yeah, uh,
1: I don't know. Like I said,
2: I don't think Oz did that much
1: better. What I mean, no, wait. in comparison? Well, it no, it was night and day. Okay,
2: okay. So right, come on, guy with a stroke, guy without a stroke, guy but, without a stroke, should have been done a much better job beating up the guy with the stroke.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And Oz had some very generic answers. Um, really didn't answer a lot of the questions. I would have loved to have had a politician somewhere in these debates actually take a ballsy stance and say yes or no to something that deferred off to...
1: Well, what Oz did, he, he pivoted a lot. He'd he did. start out answering the question, but he'd quickly pivot to something else. And, you know, that's an old politician trick. He had a good coach. Whoever his coach was... Taught him how to pivot really easily in the i um, you know. Sure. Uh, I'm so sure. he pivoted a lot, so he didn't have to answer, you know.
2: I'm sure. Um, Don made sure
1: he had some good, uh, good help. Our governor should have took a fucking lesson. from
2: governor was governor was an idiot because she only pivoted to the same old stuff. Yeah. That, and then she points out her own she points out her own plan thirty second sound bite instead of sound plan. Right. Right. So she used all sound bites, no sound plans. Um, I like how, I like how, uh, the, the common answer for abortion was, uh, we believe on, you know, what Roe, Roe versus Wade was. It, it isn't, and especially in New York. New York was, New York is, I don't say was, is, right up to the point, birth. point it shoots out the vaginal canal. Yep. That that's not Roe versus Wade, people. Nope, that that is. is that is nowhere near what Roe versus Wade is. Roe versus Wade was about a woman's right for privacy and choosing her medical stuff. I I question any doctor, any medical professional that took their Hippocratic oath.
1: First do no harm.
2: Do no harm that is comfortable killing a viable fetus it's
1: a human being I, That's I what get it is,
2: you know, so, you know yeah. if if the mom's life is truly in danger you know I, in danger right you got but a lot of this stuff in my opinion doesn't qualify and you know when we have a more <laughs> when when we have the same policy as China, Russia, and North Korea on right. abortions.
1: they can kind of see their It's the wrong it's the wrong
2: neighborhood to be in.
1: You can kind of see their point when, uh, on the human rights issue. When
2: Europe when Europe even turns a disgusted eye on anything past 16 weeks. Right. Something we we've taken a, a wrong hard sharp turn turn in the wrong direction.
1: And you know again it's In my view, again, this is just my view, um, we have conditioned our society to accept this abortion uh, genocide. And by doing so, we wrap it in the cloak of woman's choice. Um, And what that woman's choice thing does, it helps people subconsciously um, forget they're murdering, they're committing genocide. And it makes them okay with it, uh, I think on a subconscious level. When they, if they step back for a minute and really examined what they were doing from a moralistic standpoint, I'm quite sure a lot of them would say, "Holy shit!" Well, this is murder. Well, I'm not quite finished. You know, uh, go up and ask a woman um, that just had a newborn kid, okay, and say she's a, you know, pro-choice, and maybe see her again in five years and ask her, you know, would you, uh, would you abort? Would you abort that child? They'll say, absolutely not. I love my kid. They would never say they would abort that child. Because now it's grown. It's, it's a human being. It's it's you know They've attached to it. Mm-hmm. But before they had that connection, you know it's easy to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's after the fact, like, no, I would never fucking do that. The mindset changes. Yeah. You know, the mindset changes. Um,
2: well, and I think there's, there's a lot of stories out there, too, that never make it to, to the media. Or never make it past the media. Where... There is deep regret and trauma.
1: Yes, there is from having. I had. I have seen it from other people. You know. You know. Um, so I definitely know that's true. So
2: so there is that as,
1: as well. Um, you know, I wanted to talk a little about British politics. Um, I will get back to the other Yeah, stuff here in America, the British. Yeah. But you know, so Sunak, all right, their their new prime minister. Yeah. Uh, just telling everybody, I think personally it's like a Pearl Harbor type of guy. He's a sneaky son of a bitch. Um, I don't trust this fucker. Uh, I think he's going to fuck things up even worse. Uh, maybe a larger mess in Britain. I don't know if you know what's going on in Britain, but they're having currency issues. They're oh. having labor issues. There's all kinds of issues. Uh, obviously, uh, interest rates, uh, inflation just like here, um, they are in really a tough spot. Um, I think it's so... Bad, and that's gonna. This guy's gonna fuck it up so bad that he's gonna split his own party. And I think he's part of the, the Tories, if I remember correctly. And I, I can actually see that party splitting into two or three, you know, sections, mm-hmm. and another or two parties forming out of this because there's a lot of infighting. You know, kind of like the Democrat Party now. We're not seeing it. We're gonna see it soon. Oh, yeah. The infighting's coming. Actually, saw a little bit of it this week. We're gonna talk about that too. Okay. Uh but. Uh, Just keep your eye on that. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be prime minister very long. The last one lasted a month. He'll probably go longer than that, but he's gonna fuck things up pretty good. Just want to get that out of the way.
2: (laughs) Yes, the last. The last one, which was a woman. I'm not saying anything bad about women. Right. Lasted 44 freaking days. Yeah. Yeah. um, And just said, "Ah, this really isn't my cup of tea, so to
1: speak." Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm out. So she's. I'm resigned. Yeah. See so we had the debates. Um, you know, in New York State right now, the governorship, especially after this, this debate, is tighter than tick. Um, the The debate performance only helped Zeldin. I mean, it helped him oh, a it lot. Didn't, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, especially oh, yeah. In, in that in New York City, it hurt her a lot. Um, you know, and if you looked at her numbers even before the debate, because you know I, I tracked and followed numbers. It was. It was from every single poll I her approval rating was bo- just below 50%. It's like 49%. Anytime you have an incumbent below 50%, that's an issue. doesn't matter what you're running for. That's a fucking issue. Um, whoever wins this, okay, it's going to be a very close election. I mean, way closer than I thought people thought it was going to be. You know, they had her like 15, 20 points winning, maybe 10. It's, it's down well within the margin of error at this point. Whoever wins, there's going to be an automatic recount. I think it's going to be really, really a small margin. It's going to be shocking. It's going to be one of those... Sh- like, Oregon it's definitely going if, Republican. It's going to shock the fuck out of people I'm that sorry. Oregon went Republican. If New York does it too, holy shit. But it's going to be that close.
2: All right. So, so I don't know if we were on yet when I was talking about this. So, I didn't find the... The full debate until today. Um, yeah, we were. We were talking yeah, about that. Yeah. I thought we, didn't know if we were just you and I talking. Um, there was an online thing where you can put your comments and below, whatever. So there was 3,000 comments based on the debate. Um, I didn't go through and do a tick mark every time, but I would say I would say easily, easily. 95 to 99% of the comments were all positive for Lee Zeldin. Right. I would say, of uh, the ones I looked at, at least half, and I didn't look at all 3,000 so I don't get all freaked out, <laughs> at least half were Democrats saying that Holcomb is an idiot and they were voting for Lee Zeldin. They were getting a whole family to vote for Lee Zeldin. Yep. They never voted Republican before and they're going to this time. I don't think, the, in, as long as there's no shenanigans with the election, I don't think it's going to be as close as you think. Well, I'm just saying, I'm right? I'm, i I think it's going to be, just from what I can tell from the comments, and again, this was. Most people were only seeing this live in the the Greater New York area, not upstate. This right. was all down. So if these are. New York has always been the reason Democrats won New York Anything City. New York right. City, yeah. New York City. If there are that many people that were Democrats watching this thinking that they were going to see their governor make a good show and she didn't. I, I just think, as long as there's no shenanigans, I think Lee's going to knock it out of the park.
1: Yep. Well, it'll be a big shock. A <laughs> well, big shock. I'm sure it will be. And it, and it kind of goes in <laughs> to the next thing. Um, I've got Oz winning Pennsylvania, obviously. Uh, Walker will win Georgia. Uh, the governor will win Georgia as well. He's going to carry Walker across the, the line, I think. Um, the Republicans win the House. I mean, it ain't going to even be close there. We're talking 40 seats at the minimum, I think. Seats, I really wouldn't. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's going to be a blowout in the House. Uh, the Senate, we're going to, the Republicans will probably end up controlling it by three to four, three to four seats. Uh, because win Arizona as well. Those those races are all tighter than a tick. Every single one of them. You know, I I can easily see those going. So, here's some problems. Well, here's one problem.
2: And then it's, it's senators and well, it's most senate races. The RNC has pulled money out of some of these tight races. I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying.
1: Right.
2: So the these ones are in tight races, and I have no no. Funding from their own
1: party. It's it's okay because they all had debates, and all the debates went very similar to what happened in New York yeah. State. The Democrats got annihilated on crime, inflation, COVID. Mm-hmm. They got nailed on all this yeah, shit. Just and there's no look at just, look at Michigan the governorship. That was that, good, that was a good debate for her to lose. she was getting uh, negotiations to be a possible. VP for the next president, because we know Biden's not running at this point. She was in negotiations with the Democratic Party, and she's going to lose the state now. She's an idiot. Yeah, but this is how close I'm she is. I get it. I'm just you saying know, she's You it, know, it's all over the map. At local levels, we're going to see places that had Democrats for years and years. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. All kinds of crazy. I'm telling you, all, I'm, I, a bloodbath coming. Like, people don't of realize
2: what going kind of this, is coming. this bullshit with the RNC pulling money. They need to get in there, and they... And it, and it's Mitch McConnell that's... I guess I guess when there isn't an active president, the president is no longer head of the committee. Right. So since we don't have a Republican president, Trump would not be the head of the committee. It must refer back to the... Whatever majority leader they have. So Mitch McConnell has pulled this money out of, out of races of... Republicans... That he knows are not going to vote for him to be the new leader of the ho- or Senate. Right. So he's a piece of shit, and they hope they get rid of his ass. Um, yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah, there's lots of crazy shit going on. Uh, the Michigan debate was great. I think uh, Dixon. Yeah, I think that's her name. Dixon. Something or other, but she really could look at it, it, it. Did a great job. Bright. Yeah, there's not a lot of ugly women running, which no, is, is always all, a plus. No, are all. Uh, Herschel Walker then, did very well. Yes, he did. Um, I think, I think the Oz Federman thing's gonna be closer than people think. I get it. Fetterman Federman looked like a goof, but I think it's because because they've already done, they've already been doing early voting for the last yeah, few weeks.
1: Six hundred thousand or something. Uh, but I I think actually I think Oz wins that by two percentage points. So I got him yeah, up by two. Maybe. I got him by two. I had him losing by like. Like one one point five okay. before the debate, but now I got him up by like two.
2: So um, you know, uh, I think
1: Walker actually be closer. Actually, Walker, I think is be right now they got him place. up by four. I don't think it's
0: that close. I think it's be closer than that. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm just, just saying right, so right now. Last thing I saw, one point so five. They where yeah. it's
2: how
0: many hot dogs they can eat in two minutes or something. I don't know, <laughs> but it's something very bizarre. Um...
1: They're going to turn on each other, and the, the blame game is really going to, it's going to get really nasty. The blame game is going to begin. Um, and I have said this before, I, I'm going to point out a story, uh, and this kind of goes into. this is proof that i as i predicted the democratic machine is already gearing up with knives out Will. Resign. I'm done. I wanted to make sure I got that across. the knives are already coming out. And you're seeing it in the Democratic's own news agencies. Oh yeah. Well we've been... Yeah. They've been...
2: Yeah. Because they, they keep letting him go on and on. And he just keeps... More He's rope. More rope. It up, more and rope. And
1: more rope. Get getting so, lost in the... He got lost in the garden the other day. You didn't know which way he was going on the fucking garden. He was on TV. He goes, which way do I go? Do I go over here? And they're like, don't no, this way. He got lost in the fucking garden at the White House. You know, what the fuck.
2: Midterms are 14 days away, and he's talking about you know going after airlines for the extra, <laughs> the extra charges they. What the fuck? Yeah. That and uh, this one didn't get as much publicity, but he uh, lumped into that whole thing was going after the banks for uh, bounce check fees yeah. <laughs> and something else, which I'm good with that. Because yeah, right. let me tell you. I've been supporting my bank for fucking decades with bounce check fees.
1: See, you don't believe it or not, I've never had a checking account. When I was married, it oh, was a fast long 20-some years ago I did, but I've never, ever since then, I've paid everything with cash or bank check. You know, or the bank, got a mm-hmm. check, paid mm-hmm. it that way. So I do not believe in checking accounts. Fucking more shit. Um, I do have a long-term forecast for everybody here. long uh, This kind of goes against what I had previously said numerous times Uh-oh. on the show. Um. I see a possible split from Trump, um, meaning as who the nominee will be. I have noticed lately that a certain Republican has been all over the place helping other Republican candidates, Oz included, uh, Walker. Um, I think she was helping Zeldin, Uh, but Nikki Haley uh, has been everywhere. Uh, Right now, she's blowing uh, polling, blowing. Polling below, that's Yeah, i say, you know, i say a little polling below. Ten percent right now, but that's only because Trump and uh, the Florida governor, DeSantis, uh, are in the media crosshairs a lot of time. was yeah. negative stories, so Nikki Haley's not really out there in the media. You know, I'm so saying they're not picking up on a lot of the stuff. They're not bashing her. But I I think she really could be the nominee. And, you know, another sign I saw, um, which was interesting, there were stories that broke this week that, um, I, don't, I can't think of her, Marjorie, she's a Republican. Green. yeah MTG. Okay, she was uh, in negotiations with Trump to be his, his running mate. Uh, I don't know if you, no, 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 this was true. This was an actual couple stories that were out there. Um, but I don't think it really happened. No. I think either the Trump campaign planted those stories, okay, because they want people to focus on, oh my God, she's extreme. She's just like him. She, You know, this is All the right. worst ticket in history. So when he does choose, if he chooses to run, and he is, if he does end up in, as a nominee, and I'm wrong, which I'm not sure, I don't think I am at this point. I really don't think it's going to be him. Whoever he chooses would be um, uh, very conservative in comparison to her. Do you see what I'm saying? I think it was a calculated thing that they did uh, on his to make it look wacky. But So when he brings the person he actually wants in, yeah. which could be Candace Owens, by the way, or who else? Who's another good person? That just, Tulsi. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi right. Gabbard. That would be a very, hey, wait a minute. She's a much better choice compared to what they're floating out now. So, just throwing that out there, folks. I don't think it's going to be Trump at this point. I really think it's going to be Nikki Haley. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki Haley picks a female running mate. It could be Tulsi. So, anyway, just throwing that out there. Long-term forecast for Mr. Jeff. And you know what? I don't think a split from Trump would be a bad thing. Um, His negatives are extremely high. Uh, If you look at the numbers, uh, he beats Joe Biden uh, nationwide right now by one or two percentage points. But it's not a blowout. Uh, because Biden's unfavorability is high, too. Um, I I don't think Trump is the right choice. I really honestly don't at this point. I think there has to be someone new, someone who's not doesn't have so many negatives stacked against them, and with such a history. So that's just my thought on the matter. What do you think? Uh...
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options um, in the debates. There's a lot of. I know, I know, DeSantis in his debate uh, got got uh, blindsided by the, uh, will you commit to serving your full four years as governor, or are you going to bail in two years <laughs> when you know the right. twenty twenty four election come around? And he really didn't give an answer. You, you know, he he deflected. Like oh, well you know I'm not worried about them I'm worried about you know putting one specific old donkey out to pasture you know, <laughs> you know um, so he got hit with that someone else got hit with you know you know where you're gonna be in two years from now when this happens are you gonna do your full time oh 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 that's what, oh man that's what I was thinking because uh, because supposedly Kerry uh, Lake was in negotiations as well for a VP spot. Really, I get it. She's making, she's making some good noise. She's making some, you know. As I got the same problem with her, I got with DeSantis. He's, you're you're doing good in your own little neck of the woods, right? And you're you're pushing back pretty good on local press and local pressure, right? But this is a whole different. I, I it's it's a whole different.
1: I don't see him as a, as, as a nominee. DeSantis? No, I don't even have a feeling. Like no. not even a little bit. I just don't see it. I don't. No, see and it. I, th- yeah. I
2: think to a certain point, I think he knows he's better off being a big noise in a little right, room. Right, a little pond. And yeah. um, I think I think uh, Carrie Lake same way. She's, you know, she's aggressive, and she's again, she's a big she noise in a little pond, yeah. but. There are only a couple that are national stage, right? Nikki, Nikki Haley, Tulsi. Yep. You know, um, you know, Tulsi got her own baggage. I don't know a lot of baggage for Nikki, so that's that's
1: well, he's former governor, former well, yeah, right. United so, Nations, so I mean,
2: as far as yeah. that goes, if right. you're looking for lack of baggage, it's probably going to fall into to Nikki. Yeah. Um But <sighs> Trump has an
1: energy
0: with him.
2: You know what I'm saying?
1: I don't know. I just, I don't know. I can't. I can't shake the feeling. It's not gonna be him. I I'm just
2: like two two years out, and he's still filling stadiums. He's still. I will say, if he if he's not gonna do it, if he if he if he's not going to do it, then he needs to. say, I'm not running, but I'm throwing my support behind so and so. I, yeah, he'll
1: be, he'll play Kingmaker. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I think he's done the
1: thing as president. You know, him and Nikki Haley met about a year ago. I don't know if you know this or not. And they had a, a long, in-depth, private meeting. Um, it was shortly after that meeting, she was at some convention. It was mm. mostly with Republicans. And she was explaining the path forward you know, for the Republican Party. And, pack. and she goes, uh, your next president, she will have your back, meaning her. Right. And that was shortly after she had a meeting with Trump. So, I just... I'm just looking at all this stuff and no, I hear making, you. you know, and Trump's got all this legal shit going on and and he's got a huge ego. It's, I don't know. It, it just I don't I just I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I think again yeah, I think I think as long as there is a and this is in his mind, a qualified successor to him. I don't think he'll run. But if there if there isn't, if there wasn't, right, I think he would. I think and again, we've given him credit, you gotta give him credit to not only not only the four years in the high house, the, the whole year and a half before, and the whole year and a half, two years after, it's been nothing but twenty four seven find a way to fuck mm-hmm. this guy.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why his his negatives are so high. And that's why he'll he'll have such a hard time, I think, with independence. But he'll play... I see. I I said, I think he'll play Kingmaker. And I think he'll play Kingmaker to the point that he gets to pick the VP. Behind closed doors, say, this is who you're going to use, and this is how it's going to be, or you're not going to get my endorsement. Well, I'm I'm
2: sure he's, you know... I would think he has the... I don't think he's a... I don't think he cares much about the Republican Party, per se, but I think he wants to have the right leadership in there. Right. Under the Republican name. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think, you know, whoever whoever he gears up as VP will sort of everything getting all fucked up will take over eight years after the president gets done. Right. I think that's they're setting things up for the next two decades. If they're yeah. smart.
1: If they're smart. Um, what else we got going on here? Oh, oh there's, oh, there's oh. lots. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, uh, I just wanted to hit Putin real quick. Uh, I've been saying this over and over. His time is coming to a quick close. I think a lot quicker than people realize. Um, but, uh, yeah. As I said, remember I, I said when he, this is back in the beginning of the war, and he wouldn't meet with anybody. Or right. he'd end at one table and he'd be at the other. And I said, there's something wrong with him. He's sick remember i kept saying he didn't want to catch covid because he was already sick with something else remember i said it was Mm -hmm. a health issue he has fucking cancer okay um i don't know if you know this or not did you see the blow up the photos he was out somewhere doing something he was meeting with soldiers and he had his arms up and you could see where you know there was tubes in his arm at one point recently this is just like it was last week um I, I'm pretty sure, now, I, no one said it's cancer. You know, I'm assuming he has cancer. There's something wrong with him physically. He's getting weak, and his power is starting to slip. Um, they're going to remove him. He's not like he's not going to step down on his own. But, as I said, his, his time is almost at well, an
2: end. If he's got pick lines in it, could be and, cancer.
1: And it's good because, you know what, we really need the Russians. And I, I know this sounds nuts because we're in the middle of this, this fucking battle with them or supply you know whether people want to realize it or not we're the ones that blew up the fucking pipeline <laughs> any fucking idiot knows that Putin wouldn't blow up his own fucking pipeline you morons oh, uh, we did that was it us. Um, but not only that we probably blew up the fucking bridge we're already engaged in this in other ways covertly we have troops maybe Delta Force or some shit we're in fucking Ukraine and we are fighting that's a fu- I mean it's a foregone conclusion at this point oh yeah The problem I see with this is we really shouldn't—we need Putin to go so the Ukraine war will end. And we can, you know, shit can start kind of getting—because we're going to need Russia because China's fucking coming. Oh, yeah. He just got elected for life, this motherfucker over in China. He removed all the peace people— Okay, that were the counterbalance to invading fucking Taiwan. And did I not say that they were going to invade Taiwan? You They're going to invade Taiwan. It's fucking fact now. He's replaced the entire cabinet with fucking war hawks. They're going for fucking Taiwan. We need Russia, who's on their back door, to be a friend of ours at this point. This is what we need. China, okay, whether people want to admit it or not, they have a larger navy, uh, they have more aircraft, they have a much larger fucking army. It's not as modernized as ours, but it's getting there, and it's getting there quickly. We have a huge fucking issue in China. We do have the resources that we had during World War II, or even during Korea, or even during Vietnam. This is a much different scenario that we're undertaking. China is a su- fucking superpower with a huge fucking arsenal. Not so much in the nuclear stage, but everything else. Mm-hmm. You know we're depleted because we're giving all these arms to your Yeah. So it's NATO. So we're actually dwindling in what we have to use. Why Ch- China's sitting there and is building shit up. It, it, this is a big problem. And I, I don't think the current administration <laughs> understands what the fuck's going I on with this. I think they do. Um, I just saw a video today. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but the new Chinese uh, attack uh cat. I don't know if you saw this thing. It's it's like it, it gets dropped by a giant uh, drone. It comes down. It's got a huge machine gun. It's a robot. Robot cat with machine guns on it. And, you know, it's all metal. It can jump and move and dance around. And you got to see this video. It's going to blow your fucking mind. They've already started the robotic warfare shit. Um, they're way ahead of us again yeah Yeah, they're way ahead of us in this front I mean there's a robot fucking army they placed their first androids on the border with India they have androids in their army units right now (laughs) they're already out there this is some fucked up granted they're not artificial androids they're being controlled by a human like a a drone drone. is but that's farther than we are. We are at this point, you know. there are leaps and bounds ahead of us in some of this technology. Yeah, you know. You know uh, yeah, we got a problem with China, and it kind of goes to a dream I had. Now I was telling Anvil, right? I had this dream about Godzilla, and I don't know why I had this dream. It's really fucked up. And it was this week. It was this Sunday night or Saturday night. So I'm on this mountaintop, and I'm with a bunch of people. I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, a couple of them were Asian. You know, this is kinda of fucking weird, you know? And next thing you know, I see Godzilla pops his head up on another mountain, you know, and the whole music thing plays, you know, from the old movies, da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na, right? Mm-hmm. And then the fire the scream and the fire's coming out, and you see all these Japanese fucking people running. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? you know? So me and these these friends, you know, all start running and there's this like underground bunker, you know, it was like NORAD or some shit. So we, we, we go into there, and we're slamming these doors shut, and, you know, one guy's yelling at me, activate the defense network, and I'm like, okay, and I don't know what, I, I hit some buttons, and it worked, you know, worked. and the shields came up, and I'm, you know, and Godzilla, you, you see these cameras, and you can see him outside, and he's, he's pounding on the fucking wall with his little fist, and shoots fire and shit, and, you know, the stuff's starting to crumble, I'm like, fuck, you know, because it's radiation, you know, yes. it's all radioactive shit, so I dive underneath this desk like, that's going to help, you know, from Godzilla, and then Godzilla rips the top off of the fucking thing, and I'm looking up at Godzilla, he knocks away the desk, and you know, all I see is this fucking radiation flame come down, and you know, that's the end of the dream, right, and I wake up, yeah, sweating, up. right, going, why the fuck did I dream that, you know? So, in my mind, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, for days now, I've been trying to figure out what the fuck that meant. Heh. So, I read a story today, this morning, and it was, I think it was on Fox, and we just recently, us, Japan, and Australia, warned the North Korean government that there would be severe consequences... If they launched another uh, atomic ballistic missile test. Okay. So, I had made a prediction, you may not remember this, probably a good year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I said at one point, Japan will end up with nuclear weapons, even though it's against their constitution. They you mm-hmm. change yeah, their constitution, you get nuclear weapons. And if in China uh, is going for Taiwan, once that happens, it's going to happen, Japan is going to go nuclear. So I think my dream was relating to Japan um, gigging nuclear weapons. I know it's a stretch, but that's the only fucking thing I can figure out, and it makes sense to me. So, um, and they're going to get the weapons from us, obviously. You know, we'll, we'll supply the weapons to, uh, to Japan, but they will have their own nuclear weapons uh, because of the North Korean threat and because of the Chinese threat. In which will even piss off the Chinese even more because they, you know, here's the thing, people don't realize about the Chinese and Japanese relationship, even to this day, all right. It's a it's a, a severe insult to a Chinese person to assume they're Japanese. I made this mistake before, so I know it's true. I was at some fucking store. It was up uh, around Lake George, mm-hmm. and uh, Heather was with me. And this is years back, and I thought it was a Japanese store. Okay, it wasn't. It was a Chinese store, and they had all kinds of shit. And I. And I said to the lady, I said, Domo marigato. Thank you very much. You know, you know it's one fucking thing I know. Thank you, uh, Sticks. And <laughs> so she just she looked at me and she said in English, she goes, I am not Japanese. You know, I'm like, oh, I, I meant no offense. <sighs> I could hear her mumble something about stupid Americans or something shut <laughs> underneath her breath. So I'm like, and it always it struck me like, holy shit, what was that about? So then I did all this research. And I'm like, holy shit. Even to this day, the Chinese totally hate Japan for, and rightly so in some ways, you know, Japan was brutal when they occupied China. You know, it was absolutely brutal. Um, And the Chinese people never forgot that. But even to this day, the hate's there, but they also fear Japan to this day. There's a deep subconscious fear that if Japan ever rearmed, that the Chinese would get their asses kicked again. Subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually heard, you know, someone say this to me once before, those Chinese who oh, we never want Japan to rearm. Man. They're fierce, they're, they're crazy, you know, all the kamikaze shit. You know, they're like, they're, yeah, they're, know. they're off their fucking rockers. Um, they're very afraid even to this day. So anyway, going back to what I said about Japan getting nuclear weapons, um, I think that's coming very soon, because uh, I know North Korea is going to do their shit again soon. And I'm surprised that fat fucker's still alive. By the way, North Korea. I had him out in February. He's still alive. I thought by sh- sure. I thought in February the people were gonna, you know. I said this in particular yeah, that they yeah, were gonna, yeah. and they didn't happen. I, no. So I was wrong about that. Um, I'm shocked that it hasn't happened. But no one's right all the time. You know, 100 percent right, 50 percent of the time.
2: You know, we are. Yeah. So, your turn. turn your turn, sir. Uh, what else has been crazy going on? Uh, so this little blip today. Uh, the AP, Associated Press, has concerns that there are not enough black baseball players in the World Series. Really? <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, what? that's, that's okay. I, I get you. I don't know how that works. This is, this is
1: why people don't listen to the Associated
2: Press. <clears throat> yeah. A very positive thing came out this week, came out Monday. Um, Supreme Court of New York State. Oh, yes! haha! Supreme Court of New York State got it right finally and said. And I thought it was for all New York, which it might eventually be. Oh, and we should say. This was specifically directed in New York City.
1: uh, So we don't get banned on YouTube. This is fact. This is fact. Fact check it all you want. It's 100% fact. There you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's rolling from the Supreme Court. I am not know, well, you know how you know, get it wrong. YouTube
0: I mean, is. I know. You know. <laughs> I'll Anything I'll, you say I'm, that's
2: code shit. Yeah. Um, Supreme Court, New York State Supreme Court said, and again, I thought it was all New York, but I think it was just, this was directed mostly to New York City. Uh, it was unconstitutional to terminate, fire, suspend, Bend. whatever. The city employees, mainly medical, police, fire, such and so forth, for not being vaccinated. Yep. That being unvaccinated was not a legitimate reason to terminate employment. And they were ordered to reinstate said employees
1: with back pay. And the reason they came to this conclusion, it's important to note that they used the actual science. Well, yeah. They used the science... Which clearly shows being vaccinated does not prevent you from spreading or getting COVID-19. That is a scientific fucking fact. It's
2: not really a vaccination. It's It's a helper. It
1: might give you heart disease. It may give you uh, liver disease. It may give you cancer. But it's supposed to help you fight
2: COVID. It's at best a therapeutic with some bad side effects. Um... Along with that, CDC comes out the same week and says, Hey, we're recommending that you add the COVID vaccine to the inoculations needed for your kids to go to school. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean a state has to do it. Right. They're recommending. Right. So, it's up to the individual states, like it should be. It should be actually up to the individual parents, but whatever. So, people out there The polio vaccine stops polio. It works.
1: It the, small, does its job. the
2: smallpox vaccine works. stops smallpox. Does its job. Does its job. The vaccines that are currently being given to children, I get there's some concerns about what's actually in the vaccine, blah, blah, whatever, but these vaccines have traditionally, up to this point, done their job of. Not letting that particular virus spread, be caught, whatever. COVID vaccine, and we've found this out, we know this out, does, does not do that. It is not, they need to actually stop calling it vaccine. They need to go back to the original definition of a vaccine. Not this new modified uh, definition that uh, makes, makes, uh, makes it seem legit. Um, and that was in one of the debates, too, I think. Uh, when, Good stuff, oh, folks. Yes. <laughs> um, there was a question, and I think it was the governor debate uh, in New York about, you know. It was the governor. Would, seat. would uh, you know, would you support. Right. Bella? And again, the things that Lee kind did a. Answered but deflected, but didn't they?
1: No, he he was very clear. I thought he said, No, I do not support mandates of any kind. You know, right. he was very clear about that. He does not support any the COVID kind. mandate, right? right. I, I,
2: I just felt that would have been a point that that would have been a hell no, right? Hell no, hell no, hell no, hell no. <laughs> um, you know, in Hulk idiot. idiot. Uh, ...makes the comment that, you know, given the same circumstances, she would do it all over again. Yeah, because she's an idiot. How can you say... Now, knowing what you know now, and that was part of the premise of the question, how can you say that you would do the same thing all over again? That's just just fucking crazy. Um, Same day, Monday, Hillary Clinton goes on social media and other places, and basically... Republicans have a plan. <laughs> Republicans have a plan the how they're going to steal the election in 2024, and it all hinges on the Supreme Court, and that the Supreme Court's going to say uh, that constitutionally, it it's up to the state legislatures to decide who wins the election for their state. I, didn't ha- I barely had time to wipe my ass this week, let alone research... There are clauses in the Constitution that talk about state legislatures are the ones that decide how voting is done. Right. I'm not sure if there's more clauses to that, um, but two years out, they're already talking about how the election's going to get stolen. You know, they're worried.
1: Well, yeah, and it kind of kind of goes back to um, uh, you know her claim that there was a right wing conspiracy against her husband, Bill Clinton, who was president. Remember. She was, he was oh, the president yeah. at the time. He goes, "There's a, there's a huge right wing conspiracy yeah. to take down my husband." You remember that shit? Yeah. He did it all by himself with the blowjobs. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Again, uh, random violence. <clears throat> Here again, this is, you know, they are talking you know, everything Holcomb had to say was about guns and violence and, whether legal, illegal guns, you want to get rid of them. Random violence, and it's. There's so much violence going on right now that isn't gun-related. People being pushed in the front of subway trains, people being stabbed, people being beaten to death. Uh, it's crazy. It's all, it's, they They need to, again, put away, as she would say, the sound bite and come up with a sound plan to, to get things back under goddamn control. Anyways, uh, early voting issues have already started to happen. Uh, report of a mail truck that burned burned <laughs> to a burned crisp, crisp that they think had absentee yeah, ballots yeah. in it.
1: It could have cost us the election. Recount, redo. Yeah, um, can see
2: that shit going. It was uh, Iowa, Illinois, Illinois. Maybe it was Illinois. Don't they don't matter. Anymore. One of the one of the districts. <laughs> one of the districts. One of the Senate races. A Republican candidate's name was left off the ballot altogether.
1: Yeah. How's that handy?
2: for for one county or one yeah. whatever? In
1: George, get all the. It was there. only Man, bill. I got it.
2: And It was <laughs> only kind of caught by accident when some some people from her campaign said, "Hey, what the fuck you, is that? You know, you know, you're not on the ballot here." <laughs> so you know, it's it's already fucking starting. Already fucking starting. Uh, shortage of poll workers. That's is... Again, I, I think we talked about this. Every time when I talk about, it. I, I'll be out there election day. I expect some place um, upholding the Republican, you know, way of life. Uh, just I don't know if it's like this at all all states, but New York State, if they don't have enough of one party to give equal representation at the poll, they just nominate someone from the other party too, yes. to yes. to 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 be. You know, play for the other team that day. Like, okay, you're you're actually on skins. So take off your shirt and yeah. and go over there. and play. Yeah, he's fine. I'm good. Yeah, rolling. yeah, yeah you know, I thought yeah. I saw him earlier. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, he's no, he didn't. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. There was a Republican, Democrat watching. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of crazy in itself. But I get it. You can't just shut down the polling place. But I think there might lead to you know some questions as to the veracity of the claim that it was. Fair and free. What do you got?
1: Oh, because uh, I might get
2: into something to be a little bit long rant here. So
1: yeah, I got two things, and then I got something at the end. That's going okay, to long rant. go ahead. So, let's go ahead. Do two short things here. Uh, one is Israel's gonna hit Iran really soon. <laughs> um, I made this prediction probably five years ago. Um, Israel will not allow Iran to have nuclear weapons technology. It's just simply not going to happen. It's not. Uh, is not going to allow it. is simply not. It's just simply not no. in the game plan. And all the negotiations have basically broken down because of the war at Ukraine, and we're supposed to negotiate with Russia and Iran, you know, uh, and some other countries, like France, Germany, trying to make this shit happen. Uh, we've kind of walked away at this point because we're fucking pissed off at Russia. Um, Iran's going to say, fuck you, we're going to do it anyway. And Israel's going to come in and just fucking start bombing the shit out of stuff. Um, so watch for that flashpoint coming. Um, And it's, I mean, all this is, this is some fucked up shit because China's going to go for Taiwan extremely soon. I mean, really soon. Everyone was saying five to ten years. I'm like, no fucking way. Um, Five to ten. I I, I wouldn't be shocked if Five to ten weeks. I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if it happened by the end of this year. And I said that numerous times on this show. I would not be shocked one bit. They're going a lot quicker and a lot faster than people realize. They've got the momentum and they believe uh, the time is uh, the right time. Uh, we're in disarray and right after this election we're going to be in real disarray uh, maybe a lot of infighting um, oh uh, one thing I didn't write down and maybe you did but I don't know if you saw the progressives you know they all signed this this letter to the president urging to stop our involvement in Ukraine the uh, the you know progressive caucus okay. and to start negotiations with Putin for peace in Ukraine within 24 hours Within 24 hours, every single one of them recanted their signing of that and said it was a mistake. The Democratic leadership went after every single progressive behind closed doors and said, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> we have an election right around the fucking corner. Yeah, and this is the last fucking thing the president needs is his own party turning against him on the war. The war hawks got to them. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason I was a Democrat when I was younger is because they were anti-war. They were anti war. The Democratic Party today is filled with war hawks. And that, I mean, Tulsi Goldberg, mm-hmm. the Goldberg said it better than I did. But that's true. She's absolutely 100% yeah. right. It is a war party. And that's what sickens me about some people that are diehard, old style Democrats. They don't see it. And I can't, I don't understand why they can't see it. You can't be that blind. It's obviously a war party. So, anyway, Liz Cheney endorsed a Democrat who was also part of the war party uh, uh, and she is obviously part of the war party on the other side, not anymore but she's part of the industrial, military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Her father ran yeah, vice president Wanted in invade okay. not just Iran, <laughs> in Iraq Shazin. he wanted to go to Pakistan, he wanted everybody Afghanistan, he was going after everybody Shot his
2: own one in the face of birdshot.
1: Yeah. Hunter accident. (laughs) Believe it or not, it was Bush Jr. that held uh, held Cheney off. You know, it was Bush Jr. when he was president that actually put his foot down. God, you know, he wasn't the warmonger that uh, Cheney was, that was for sure. Okay, so one last thing before we get into your shit. Ah! Human intelligence. Intellect to live on. Um... (laughs) in the next 40 years, and I may make this, I may make this, uh, biomechanical androids, the technology will allow us to transfer our human consciousness to the new android. We will indeed live forever. Um, I saw this in a dream. I saw it happening. Um, We discover a way of taking the human consciousness out of a living human being when it's close to death and transferring it into a android and I was talking to my hairdresser today the lady who cuts my hair hairdresser and we were talking about different subjects and I said you know within 10 years um, you know you're not going to need a man and she said what are you talking and I said in 10 years from now you can buy them now but they're they're like the model T version Yeah. but the androids in 10 years from now will be so fucking intelligent they'll have artificial intelligence close to human speed when it comes to, you know, thinking process, maybe even beyond. Yeah. Um, but even the, the synthetic skin, mm-hmm. the biomechanical structure, it will be so human-like. It will be hard for us to tell the difference between an android and an actual human being. They're going to able to do everything better in us, faster, stronger, sex forever, you are never going to have a, you know, oh, I can't <laughs> get it up on any moment, you know. It's just going to be nonstop. And uh, going on that... In a 40 year time period, we will reach a point in our technology that we will take the human consciousness and transfer it into these biomechanical uh, androids. And uh, we will indeed, uh, our human consciousness will be able to live forever. So, me, you know, and I'm, I'm going to try and make it, man. I'm really, I'm starting to change my meeting habits and shit because I had this dream and I'm like, I want to make it. I want that body. I want that android body in 40 years from now. So, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, All right. Putting that out there. Alright, uh so you're
2: you're, yeah, you're yeah. religious. Eh, we'll get to my, <laughs> so you're the religious side of the, the group.
1: Yeah, I am, I guess.
2: Would that officially be the death of God? Well when you start taking your consciousness, your soul, and transferring it to a synthetic body?
1: The way I look at it like this
2: is if, you know, if God didn't
1: want us to make this happen. Oh boy, yeah, here he has, we go. You know, uh, he gave us free choice. You know, um, so I'm saying this is a free choice. Free now, choice is an illusion. Uh, maybe you will be pissed off if my android has an unfortunate accident and I die, <laughs> and I meet my maker. You, because there's other possibilities there, here. There you is. know, uh, so uh, I'll find out. Okay. You know, just so put that out there anyway. New body so, for Jeffy. So biomechanical Jeffy. Come it's on. been it's been
2: a little little slow at the casino. Not horribly slow, but look, there've been some slow times. We're drinking,
1: yeah, I need a drink. All right, uh, this is, uh, this is, this is Jameson Orange. Uh, it was recommended from a person mm. named Heather. God yeah, damn, it smells good, at least. and uh, she said it's fantastic. So, we'll try this. It's a sipper, it's I a sipper. Gi- it's guess, very guess, it's well, not hard. It doesn't, of... doesn't have to be a sipper, yeah.
2: It's not like it's 150 fucking proof, but that's
1: all right, not bad. It's got different, kind of different
2: taste to it. Tang.
1: Tangy. Tang. Mm
2: -hmm. Tang do it.
1: Like a hot tang
2: almost. It's Hot tang. So I was thinking. I was thinking about on. Definitely don't want to dip your
1: penis in that. No, no, no. Some people dip their penises in shit. I don't know why, but they do. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. No, no. Go ahead.
2: With everything going on with the trans kids and
1: Hey, Julie made some comments. Oh, did she? she? Yeah. I'm sorry, Julie, our eyesight sucks.
2: Yeah, we were we weren't paying attention.
1: What did she say here? Well, you, you, he's hiding stuff. No. He doesn't know how to operate this thing. Oh, great. Forgot it's
2: Thursday. Uh, you killed me, Julie.
1: Oh, you brought it up on the screen. All right. Anyone have any options. I the recommended. Either. Oh, yeah. You can read it out loud so I've been so
2: So, Julie writes But the schools always follow the recommended
1: shuttles. Sc- Schedule. Sch- shuttle. So, Sch- shuttle. they got a shuttle Sch- bus.
2: Schedule. Schedule because they get state aid. And since pulling the religious, the religious exemption in, in 2019. 2019,
1: New York parents won't have any other option than homeschooling. So, sounds like we will only have a chance if uh, Zed- uh, Zeldin gets in. already homeschooled both, so it doesn't affect me, but I fear so many kids will be harmed if it's mandated. That's an excellent point.
2: Excellent point.
1: Uh, she's right. If Zeldin doesn't win, um, uh, Julie's right on uh, right, yeah. on, the, yeah, hope right well, on the nose hope about well. that. So she won't she won't
2: mandate this year. No, she'll wait till next she'll year. She'll wait after. till next year. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, so
1: thank you for the comment, Julie. We appreciate it.
2: I think. I think if if I were if I were gay. If I were. He's gay. not.
1: Well, you did touch my knee once, and it really freaked me out. Did they ever
2: hear this? The, the, the LGB yeah. crowd, lesbians, gays, and bi's, have got to be pissed at this point that that their, their group has been hijacked by the trans and all the other letters go with it.
1: Yeah, I see, I don't follow all that like you do.
2: Uh, well, I do, because because what's going on... The things they're doing for kids, the things there they're, the they're allowing for kids, thing this thing. You
1: going on, you say so you're into this shit, but yeah. I don't really follow it.
2: So, no. lesbian, gays, and bi's kind of started the whole fight for their rights. Took them years, took them decades
1: right. to win. Right to get married, that kind but, of thing. But once That's they
2: good. won it, all of a sudden, all these other ones, ones are tagging on, jumping on. The... Queer, trans, whatever other letters go with it. There's, there's an A and an I in there now, and whatever. <laughs> I'm, I, I want. I will say. I will say. You will say that the modern transgender is actually homophobic. I don't
1: know. Okay. I don't know. So my thought is,
2: so if you are. At least the modern ones. I think, I think the old school, when they wanted to transition to another sex, I think it was because they were gay, but because of the situations with society and the way things were in society, it was easier to become a woman and live the rest of your life out that way than to be openly gay.
1: I think what we should do um, is get Caitlin on here. I bet you if we send, if we contact her, him, whatever, um, I, I think we'd have a good chance. I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. Oh, I think I, I think we should try and get her on. Uh, it would be interesting to get someone um, from that uh, particular gender, uh, you know, onto the show to discuss it uh, from their perspective. Because, no. you know, quite frankly, you and I can do all the research we fucking can. We right. can you know, study uh, medical books. We can we can study you know stories to people with print, but getting the actual perspective of somebody that has actually done it, I think is you know quite informative.
2: But I'm saying now with gay, with with the idea of being gay so openly accepted now. I mean it. I mean again, there's packets that don't, but openly accepted now. I think this whole trans thing is a whole different thing. Like, are they wanting to be women because they like men, and they are a man?
1: No. No, no, no. I, look, look, from what I understand, again, I'm not an expert here, so I don't want to piss anyone off, so I'm just talking about no, what we're, I think. Not spit
2: yeah, we spitballing
1: this. Yeah, because neither never to really know, okay? But this is what I think. This is my my thought. Uh-huh. Um, and it kind of goes into what I have something for later. I have past lives. Okay. And in my, my finals. But... I believe that we have past lives and I believe that I was a woman at one point. Um, Heather points this out all the time because I act like a woman at times. (laughs) Okay. Um, with that said, I believe that some of these people, um, still identify with a past life and they're not comfortable in the body they're in now. And this, in their mind, uh, subconscious or consciously helps them make the decision that they want to change into what they're comfortable to. You know, like I've read stories where they have, I said, ever since I was five or six years old, I never felt comfortable being a guy or I never felt comfortable being a girl. You know, I always felt I was something else or it wasn't, I always felt like I was a boy or I always felt like I was a girl, even though I wasn't. I can see that, you know, I personally can understand that not that I feel that way, but because of the past life type of thing that I believe in, you know, I believe that I've had. Um, does this make sense? So the, the in a prior life I was a woman, I, no, I right? Said, in this I get, in this life I'm a man, I but I don't feel not that I do. I'm just saying, but if I'm using it as a you know an example, I didn't feel I'm like oh you know maybe this is not what I meant to be. I meant to be this instead. And now we have the technology to make that happen, so why not?
2: So I guess what I'm saying is, if you are a guy, but you're more on the feminine side, and you're no, if you're, I if say you're if you're not gay, right? If you're not gay, like if you're a guy, you're on the feminine side, but you you're not gay. You don't. You don't want to be with other men, but you want to transition to be a woman.
1: That means you're But then,
2: well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it's very confusing. Because yeah. you could. I. <laughs> I, I, I
0: These either, are the questions either, in the universe we're trying to answer.
2: Be, be gay and do gay things or be straight. Induce rate things and just so so you got a little feminine. That's all right. Or if you're a woman and you're a little butch, but if you're still like guys, there there's someone for everyone out there. You don't need to start cutting parts off and end parts on and doing all this other stuff and And taking taking blockers and.
1: If they feel comfortable, I, I don't know. I mean,
2: I think there was a time that it made sense, but it doesn't make sense now. The only thing no, I can I, think. I, the I, only thing I can think of the only thing I'm thinking is that there's still parents parents still have such a, a stigma about homosexuality that they rather see their kid trans than a fag.
1: no I just I, I think I, I that,
2: that how in the hell can a parent <laughs> justify doing a allowing their 10-year-old, 8-year-old, 9-year-old, 12-year-old daughter to get a hysterectomy and a mastectomy at 12.
1: Yeah, Well, I, I don't think it should be allowed for... I think, like, you know, you have to be 18 to vote. I kind of think this is that kind of life decision. you got to be 18. That's, you know? not, that's, that's, not, that's not what's happening. Right, I know that. And there are
2: medical professors right. that go along with this.
1: Well, because they're idiots. But, um... <sighs> I really think they should be about 18 for something like this uh, but the, the second thing on all that is um, you know, I, I whatever floats their boats I'm happy with you know it doesn't affect me it doesn't hurt me anyway whatever you want to do is your business man put you know If you want to pick a, a giant you know earring in your penis at your business or in your vagina whatever makes you happy if you want to chop off your penis put it hey whatever man because you know I can see the future I know androids are coming. And all this is going to be minor shit compared to what we're going to go through in the future. You know, I really do. And the second thing I'd like to say, the second thing I'd like to say is that uh, the only group I have a bit of an issue with are the bisexuals. That's the only group I have an issue with. And it's not because, you know, I dislike them. I just think they're greedy sons of bitches. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, pick a fucking hole and stick with it. Don't be greedy. You're picking from both sides. You're playing both sides. You're taking away, you know, from my team or the other team. You know, pick one team to take from. Don't take from both teams. That's being greedy. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's go, like, for seconds for fucking no, food all no, the time. No, no, every, no, every, no that's fucking being every, greedy. Every team has to be no, a switch hitter. No, Pick <laughs> a hole and stick no, with it. All right. Absolutely, all right. absolutely not. All
2: right. So I'm saying right now, I, I feel that the modern transgender is actually just the home folk. They don't want to be gay because they think that uh, negative stereotype, they would rather be transgender.
1: I, I'm not going to say that. I, 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 mean, I don't think that's I true. I am.
2: I think transgender.
1: Uh, do we have more comments? So I bet we do. Uh, what's this one? She, so he she would just maybe have to find a really butch female maybe. And, Julie yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, Julie. and then we got Julie again. The scary thing that now parents don't even have to be consulted. Yes. Kids exactly. Coming. No, she's right. Exactly. No, she's
2: absolutely
1: right. And that exactly. is fucked up shit. You're right. That's 100% fucked up shit.
2: I picked no holes.
1: That's <laughs> why <on the> <laughs> I said 18.
0: All right.
1: Good. Good point, Julie. Good, on the good holes point, right Julie. That's not, yeah. not always about the whole. No, that's right. I know.
2: Anyways, I no. think I was
1: talking about guys when I said it, Julie, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. that was,
2: yeah, yeah. that was. Okay. Yeah, from my perspective, so that's just a random thought that it just seems that the the modern transgender is actually probably more homophobic than the modern straight person because they seem to be ashamed of that they're gay. So he's saying of, that. So instead of being gay, they want to transit to another gender. He's saying that that wouldn't me. be gay, right? But they're actually. Gay. I'm cool with everybody. But they're not gay. <laughs> but once they transition to the other gender, they are gay. That's, well, no, because it's a dodge, actually. So they can play women's sports, spike volleyballs <laughs> in the face of other team members, send them to the hospital with severe concussions, uh, can hang out in the women's locker room, swinging. <laughs> swinging away, you know, this while is, while they're in the locker room, that's wait, that's round two. You know, I think while well, they, they identified,
1: I'm going to blame really? Hollywood. I'm gonna, you know, why I'm blaming Hollywood? It goes back to my youth when I was a little boy. I remember watching, and this is when was on TV. And it's one of my favorite songs by the way. was an opening uh, song for the show, and I sing it in karaoke all the time. It's called "My Life" by Billy Joel, and um, it's "Booz and Buddies." Remember the TV show "Booz and Buddies"? Oh yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks, and, and they, they were. What what the hell were they?
2: They were they were transvestites.
1: Yes, thank you. So
2: Which is that, a whole separate thing.
1: No, but that show started all of this. That's the fucking show that started all of this. Well you can go back to the The Hollywood. Hollywood Mash started with cleaner. Okay, okay, all right. But Hollywood started it all. They started all this shit. What's gonna blame Hollywood? Okay. The Temple of Evil. Temple. Temple, temple of Evil.
2: Yes, bosom buddies because <laughs> They couldn't find a place to live. The only place to live was in an all-woman apartment building or something. Oh! Strange shit like that.
1: Tom Hanks. So... Oh, my God.
2: Actually, actually... Tom Hanks. Actually, down, before Bosom Buddies... Just well, hit me. Before Bosom Buddies, what was there? Three's Company. Yes. Jack Jack pretended to be gay. That's right, so he could live there. So he could live with Julie and Chrissy.
1: Yep. That's true. Uh, I just want to say something Anyways. about uh, Tom Hanks. Um... <laughs> And uh, I could be wrong, uh, but it just hit me when we were talking. I said Tom Hanks. In the prisons, yes. In the Um, prisons
2: is another place that they should not be allowed to be put.
1: Don't be shocked in the future if Tom Hanks is accused of past child molestation charges. So don't be shocked.
2: So I'm going to tell you right now, in the 2024 election, I'm voting... Whatever candidate promises to make public the Epstein list.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one.
2: Joe Biden promises to release that list even though he's on it? <laughs> he might just get my vote. Let me tell you if it's Trump, if it's Nikki, if it's Tulsi, any Republican, day one, as soon as you reverse the energy issues that came up, day two needs to be releasing the Epstein list for public viewing. No reaction whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are on that list that are really high in power. So, or they—they or they would care. have not gotten that guy into prison the way they did. The cameras were off. The guards took a break. That about. was that was an inside, you know. Oh, absolutely. That was you know. Uh, that was, wetback. was, wet back, that was, you know, that, that was, was, classic a, clip. I don't know, I can't remember if the name was a wetback for an assassin for the CIA. There's a nickname a they have for him. What is it? A wet work. Wet was work.
2: it was a wet work? A wet always wet you something
1: different. Okay, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody. I, I get my terminology mixed <laughs> like, up in my head a little Especially with so our lot. Mexican viewers. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, uh, my apologies, that's not what I meant. Uh, but, uh. Yeah so there is a there is a name you know for these special assassins that the CIA trains and the NSA trains yeah. uh, for these particular missions. Um, and this is really this has that handprint fingerprints all over it. Um, oh, from the last show by the way, it's Project Mockingbird that was the CIA was that the point you can remember. Yeah, and Pete, yeah. Pete actually, you know, I M A me on Facebook. He was, fucking Mockingbird, Jack. <laughs> I was yelling at the regular I was driver. Fucking Mockingbird. And <laughs> you know, I'm like, I know, it hit me after the show, too, but it was Mockingbird, by the way. That was the CIA program that Bush put it, you know, at least changed the name uh, back in the early 70s when they headed to the CIA. I think 75. Uh, but Project Mockingbird Mockingbird uh, started very early. I think it was in the late 50s uh, through the CIA, and basically what they did, and this is a fact, you can research it, it's declassified, most of it, um, but they implanted, they had CIA agents working at every major news network, uh, planting stories, uh, fabricating stories and spreading propaganda against American people. This is fact, it is not fiction, and it's extremely well-researched uh, and declassified. Um, they Bush said it had to stop. And what they really did is they didn't stop it, it just changed its its name its destination is something else it's still top secret um, you know for instance you know anderson cooper is a self admitted former cia agent people get this news from this guy he admits he's a CIA, he's a former cia agent and he's giving you the news why would you listen to him okay people love this guy i'm like what the fuck is wrong with people he admits he's a former CIA agent. He's giving you the news. It's fake. What don't you get? Okay. Anything else? Because I got a long shit here going on. Oh my god. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So past lives. I wanted to get to this today. First, I want to say, viewers and listeners, uh, what do you recall about your own past lives? Comment or send an email, and we can discuss it on the next show. Yeah. Um, we'd be very interested in. I'm very interested in this subject. Um. So I'm to start myself here. Uh, I believe I was in Egypt at one point. No, I wasn't a pharaoh or some shit like that or, or you know, some wealthy landowner. I was a goddamn slave. I already know it. You know, I, I have, I've had dreams in the past of a hot sun beat down on my back, fucking my ankles buried in sand and, you know, just dying of thirst and <laughs> doing hard labor. And I never knew where these dreams came from, you know, but it, it goes back to my, in my Egyptian I was a slave. No fucking, I was, you know, probably a Jew slave, but I was a slave, (laughs) no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm not even saying I was Egyptian. You know, I said I was a slave. I could have been anything, Crete, whatever. Um, I was an Asian at one point. Um, I'm not sure if I was male or female. Here's the thing. Um, I'm not sure if it was China or Japan. It was one of the two. I'm leaning towards Japan, but I'm not hundred percent sure. It was definitely pre 1600. uh, And Farm, I remember a farm, and something to do with farm. Um, and I, I'm leaning towards male on this one because I have a love for Asian women. I'm always making Asian jokes to Heather, you know, to you know, you know my yeah. Asian jokes. So I've always had a fascination with Asian women. Um, so I, I think that's where that comes from. Um, Civil War, uh, I was definitely in the Civil War. I was on the Confederate side. I was a captain. This much I know. Um, I believe I was in a cavalry or a scout. You know, some kind of, like, a scout outfit. Um, at the same time, my family was in the South. We came from a very, uh, well-to-do Southern family. Uh, we had a big mansion and we had slaves. There's no doubt about it. Um, I was a ladies' man. Many ladies and a few whores along the way, I remember. <laughs> I believe I died in battle in the, uh, in, uh, the Civil War. Um, My next recollection, and this kind of goes to my my current love of suits and hats, you know, the top hats from the old days. Uh, It was 1940s, 1950s. I was some kind of businessman. Maybe I sold raincoats. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, I I, I was a businessman. Uh, Well to do, extremely well dressed. Um, You know, suits, ties, the whole nine yards. Um, And I always loved that look you know, I watched the old movies, uh, whether it be sky, sci- sci-fi or mm-hmm. old war movies and how the men dressed in the forties and the fifties, uh, really identify. I really identify with that. Um, although I, I, raincoats, I'm joking. I think my work related to the railroad, uh, my fascination with steam engines and right. all things. I, I, had some kind of connection, uh, with that life, with the railroads. Um, what's interesting is I my fascination with the grassy knoll in Dallas in 1963 November 1963 I think it was November 22nd uh, but I think I was there in a prior life I think I was this businessman I was in Dallas that day and I was around the book depository okay I, I honestly think I you know, and that, because that, you know, I've done a deep dive for, for like 20 years on this subject. You know, the whole Sasquatch thing is one thing because this is very interesting to me. The whole UFO thing because I've seen them before in the past and they're very interesting to me. But this, you know, why does JF... this was before I was even born. So to have such a fascination with the events of that one particular day, you know, I, so I'm starting to think, you know, because of the dreams I've had, mm. the bullet wasn't by my head. The, the guy running up, he had the, the, the gun in his hand, and he had tears in his eyes, and i saying, I just shot the president. I just shot the president. I mean, this all this shit running around in my head. Uh, really crazy stuff. And what's really interesting to me about this is this whole time frame, my last life before this one, my parents were alive. They were young, but they were alive. And my I would be at the same age group as say my my uh, my father's father, you know, or my grandfather, I guess. So I put myself in that time frame, you know, that would have been about the age group. I would maybe a little bit older, but right in that right, right in that range, you know. And I believe I died sometime in the late '60s, you know, or the mid '60s, uh, late '60s, sometime. Uh, and I know it sounds nuts, but a lot of people end up dying that witnessed <laughs> in their short. The JFK assassination, a lot of the witnesses, if you research it, died in a very short time frame, within 10 years of the assassination. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying. Coincidence? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I figured I'd share my past lies. Oh, we got a comment here. Oh, boy. We got Miss Julie about past lives. Thank you, Julie, what we got. Don't recall any past lives, but had a very strong pull to England in high school and then Australia a few years later. Was assessed to Australia and never knew why until I got a reading from a psychic called Alani decades later. Apparently, I was a big, burly, red-headed guy who wasn't good, who wasn't good and got sent from England to the penal colonies in Australia. Part of my karma is this life was... Being in law enforcement, instead of criminal side, made sense to me. I've always been assessed with red hair, too. Me, too, Julie. I love red hair on women, but different races. That makes sense. That actually really makes sense. Long and I want to do some, I don't know what the hell that means, QHHT sessions if we can find a practitioner. They'll get you into a theta wave state, and they usually start with past lives yeah, before connecting to your, therapy. Oh, right, so you know what you... All right, you I think were, I do? Okay, you explain because I, Julie. I'm sorry, so, I'm not up to date on that.
2: I think what Julie's talking about, and I could be wrong. Um, the theory is that you can be, you can be hypnotized and you can ah. past life regression, right? So Kinda you like can the, go the back. The abduction thing where you can, be, right, 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 okay. right, right. So, um, I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I mean, I guess I've never really thought about because I'm. Usually does adorn it when it comes to these things, but I had a strong affinity to the American Revolution, to the Civil War. I don't know if that means I was past life in those areas or not. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I could
1: have been my own great great grandfather. I don't know. It's strange. You know, I've I've read um, a lot of information on past lives. Another again, you know, I got like interested in the subject, um, and I've I've listened to different psychics, um, and. Uh, Damn it, I forgot to write her name down. There was one that I actually ran across who made predictions like three years ago, right, about all this shit. And the amount of stuff she got right, and this is what really shocked me, because she wrote some of this shit two years ago. She predicted that Sunik, this before he was like a big name, would become the prime minister of Britain. She nailed like certain shit like that. She nailed that uh, Oz would end up winning Pennsylvania as a senator. And this is like two years ago. I, I can't... I'll have to get her name for the next show, guys. It was really fucking far out how much shit she nailed. So anyway, um, but you know, she talked about, and other psychics I've seen have talked about, um, in this life, we're surrounded by people, uh, that were probably around us in a prior life. Uh, you may have been my father. When, you know, Luke, you are my father. In a prior yeah. life, or I may have been your father, or we may have been lovers. Oh, that's pretty fucked up shit. But, you know, the whole point, you know, or Julie could have been my daughter, or some shit like that, or I could have been Julie's son, you know, or uh, Julie could have been my father, or, you know, all these different connections, you know, are from lives before, and we stay close connected when our, our lives change and we, we jump forward into the next one. Uh, those connections stay uh, just in different aspects. You know, in different roles. Right, um, and, I,
2: and I've heard a lot of say that is that when you, when you reincarnate, you you come back close to people that you were close to in the past life as well, and there, there stays a connection there. So, you know, chances are, like uh, you know, and here's it, you it, it, and Heather, right? At some point in past lives, we're probably together as well.
1: Well, and that's an interesting thing because I'm going to say something about Julie here. Because I remember the first time I met Julie. It was at... We were at somebody's house. It was around New York Valley. Um, she was dating this guy named Dean at the time. Um, and Dean's like, yeah, hey, he's a nice guy. I, I always liked Dean. Um, and I think my friend Kevin Varney was there too and some other people, the people that own the house. And it was the first time I met her. And I just... We just hit it off. Like, I don't know, some kind of love where just like... I like this person. You're not in a romantic way. Mm-hmm. Just like, I just like this person. I know this person's good. And... Um, Every time I got to see her, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, that's Julie, you know, and it was like not like a not not a uh, a romantic feeling. It was more like a sister. Right. A family, you know, like a close connection. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like this this loving type of thing, you know, like a very family you know, familiar family type of feeling towards her. Um another person like that is Heather, obviously. Right. You know, and the first time I saw Heather, I'm like but it was a different feeling, it's more a romantic thing. But Heather, I'm like wow I remember the first time I saw her she walked into the bar and I'm like oh my god who's that you know and I was with this other girl we were just friends and you know I'm like I, if I don't go talk to this girl I'm not going to forgive myself you know I remember saying that to her and I went up and that's when I discovered she was deaf you know and it was just yeah right Jeff good anyway but it is what it is you know it's just it's, it's interesting sometimes you just run across people that you just connect with mm-hmm. you know have you ever had like that? I mean, like, a feeling like that? I mean, you touched my knee, so I mean, you felt that way about but me. Yeah, anyway. I felt that way about you.
2: Um, I guess, I don't think I've ever looked at it from a past life perspective. I, I look at things as in everything yeah. I've done up to this point has led me to this point. Things I've done, actions I've taken, mistakes I've made, things... You know, I, I am worrying if, if... If I alter one of... 20,000 different things that I did in my life, I wouldn't be where I am now. You know, if I had been more of a company man, I wouldn't be working at a casino. <laughs> I'd be still, still toting the barge at Walmart. Like, you know, and I, we got friends. They got friends that are still at Walmart 20, 25 years in, yeah. and they're still there, they're still surviving it. And yeah. then I just wasn't meant to do that when it came right down to it. No,
1: your life path was different. Yeah, yeah it was so, meant I mean, to be saying,
2: different. You know, you know, um... Oh, oh, oh. Uh,
1: thank you, Julie. Yes, feel the same exact way with you, Jeffy. Thank you, Julie. Uh, sweet. So,
2: yeah, I guess. And again, I, I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I. Like I said, when it comes to this, these kind of things, I'm usually dead as a doornail. You know, when we're at a haunted location, I will be the. Let me tell you, if I'm hearing voices or I'm seeing ghosts, you know this is fucking real because I am the last one. Like I rely on my technology to to Right. You're you're more in that world. Exactly. When we were and I know I've talked about this probably a dozen times, but when when Eli and I walked to that one house that one time up on it was airport or wherever it was, we walked in and I heard a female voice say hello. But there was no female in the fucking room. Like, it wasn't AVP. Right. It was a disembodied voice saying hello, and a lion. I both heard it. I'm
0: like, <laughs> what the fuck?
2: You know, um, if if I'm if, if I go into if I go to location and I'm starting to have feelings like, you know, I'm sick to my stomach. I, you know, I get scratched. I get touched there's something strong going on there because it's going to take a lot of freaking energy to get through to me. So, you know, that's that's why I like having Lonnie with me because at least Lottie's tuned in right away. And I think that's the reason Lonnie likes me being there too is she knows that I'm not as susceptible to whatever's going on. Right. And I think I think that has a lot to do with it too. I know... I know when we had that incident incident up at the Hinsdale house where that thing came into the room and was being malevolent and I can't see it, I don't feel it, I don't know. Okay, tell me where to point it out to me. Right, point it out to me. You want me to punch you and it, and I would go <laughs> slap it. You know. Um, I don't know. It's I don't have that. I don't have that ability. Right. No. It and if something, if something is. On such a strong level that it gets through to me, it's probably something either really, really, positive or right. <laughs> really, fucking negative. No,
1: she, you know, no, Alani's on a different level when it comes to this shit. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know. So,
2: we were at, we were at, uh, oh, we get more stuff? I don't want to cut you off. No, no,
1: no. I, I, I hit everything. Okay. I, I think I hit everything. So,
2: head this, head. this past weekend, uh, this is just a horrible past weekend. <laughs> so... We had signed up to go to the first ever Sleepy Hollow Paracon. Uh, a friend of Ilani's and I kind of know him, but I don't really know him. Um, Chris Sanders was doing it, and it was gonna be the first one in Sleepy Hollow. And blah, blah, blah. was it big? It was a lot of people? Um, it was <sighs> for the first one. It was alright, I think. It, I don't know. I there was a lot of people. There was probably. Maybe 30 vendors there doing different things. Um, he had some decent names listed. Did not all of them showed up, but he did have some people there. Um, I would say, as far as attendance-wise, it was probably no bigger, no smaller than probably our first attempt here locally. Oh, okay. Okay, so right, yeah. there were people there, but it wasn't like a steady flow. It was like right. an influx. And then. But anyways, so Alani wasn't feeling good. She had she had some some stuff. She had a medical procedure done a few days before, and didn't feel like taking the trip. And our our middle our middle son's in the process of trying to move and get out of his house, and she didn't feel right about leaving him on his own. Because Godfrey, his brothers, you know, step up and offer to help. So I'm like, well, screw it. It's it's only two and a half hours away. It's only down in. You know, it's just outside the city. I said, I'll go, I'll go down, I set up. I, I, I set up the last one by myself before you and Steve got there. I went down and said, it was just a long freaking day. I was up at 4 in the morning to get up, get ready. Drove from here down to Sleepy Hollow, territown New York. Got there, got set up, found out that the electrical outlet they had for my table doesn't work. So <laughs> I got a PowerPoint presentation I spent hours on working on. No one's going to see it. It's like that Arthur so Garlo song of the pictures and arrows and right. the photograph and paragraph and each back explain which one was. No one was going to see it. No one was going to see this. Uh, oh, God. I spent I spent the eight hours there just talking, which is fine, talking to people. And I luckily had hard caps some of the photos and some of the stuff. And it just wasn't... And it was by myself because a stay home. So I enjoyed right. myself. So... You should have called me. Well, unless I said, What's called Jeff? I said, Jeff does things on the weekend, the weekend's his time spent with the no, family. I, I
1: would've I would have dropped
2: everything. Uh, I just I went it for a few hours. Maybe the next okay. one. Right. So um the booth next to me was man man husband, wife, team, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever they were. And uh, it was they did a lot of oddities. So and I sent you a picture of the one. Yeah. So I went over and was looking at things, and he makes uh, he makes Ouija boards, and he makes them, he does them customs. So like, if you like Jason from Friday the 13th, it's got a whole Friday the 13th theme behind it, and then the Ouija board letters and all that stuff on it. Or if you like uh, Lizzie Borden, you know, it's got a couple axes. So, it's, it's themed to what you like. He makes them out of casket wood. He's got, you he knows there's a casket company nearby where he lives, and Every goes up and gets a bunch of scrap wood from caskets and coffins and makes Ouija boards on this. i were looking at some of the stuff. Was, I wasn't, I wasn't going to pay $65 for a Ouija board, but that's fine. Next time, grab me one. I'll give you $70. I'll give you $5 fighter's fee. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if there was mm-hmm. anything. It wasn't. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I'm looking up, and he's got a display, and there's one side of the display has got this skull. It's got this piece of skull missing, and uh, on the other side is a fork. So he explained the skull to me. He says, "Oh, this is a skull murder victim. Blah blah. They found it, and yeah, the piece of skull that's actually missing. They say it was it was taken out of the skull and made it into a human knife, and no one ever found the knife. And you look at the the skull, and it does it does look like a knife, like that shape. And he goes, and this, he goes, this fork. And he goes, do you recognize? And I can't remember Jeffrey Dahmer's dad's name. Oh, God, Sam or whatever. Yeah, yeah." So he goes. This he goes. I got this from, blah blah Dahmer, uh, who had this after it was released from police evidence, and this was one of four forks they found in Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Oh God! When when they arrested him and did his apartment, and actually had human DNA. Oh wow! Not Jeffrey's.
1: That's fucked up shit. On
2: it. So he's got this fork. the square fork's floating around someplace. He's got one of them. <laughs> and I'm like, can I tell you a picture? I'm like, you got to be kidding. So that yeah, was kind of interesting. It was, a, it was a decent show. Don't get me wrong, it was a decent show. I was a little annoyed by the fact that I didn't have power. <laughs> I was real annoyed that no one could really look in to see why I didn't have power. Um, but I think next year the venue's at a different place. Hopefully, a little more modern that has power to to the call outlets. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was just some of the craziest shit we said. So, one of the crazier things is uh, there was a team there from the Shanley Hotel, which is down near the city as well. I think it's on the on the Hudson actually, and it's a very very haunted. So, I think in 2019 when the line recording were back from the New Hampshire Paracad, we kind of took a side trip and hit some haunted places on the way back and this was one of them. And I said, well, it's Sunday. I don't know if they, get, you know, I don't know if they'll let us in to just poke around because that, that's how we make a lot of our business is haunted tours and stuff. I said, but, you know, we'll, we'll go down and see. So, we get down there and of course, they're, of course, they're closed on Sundays. Of course, they are. But, just from being outside the building, we were like outside of Crest Street. Alana's getting all kinds of images and hearing sounds and hearing gunshots and seeing images of women and uh, some black guy was killed on a racist thing. She thought he was shot, but there was a racist issue and so I documented it. It was actually on YouTube if you look at our YouTube channel, it's it's um Parasafari, New Hampshire, uh, Paracon. So the Shanley people were down there. And I said, well, you know what, this is an opportunity to go over and talk to them. And right, yeah. So I pulled up, I went over and I was talking to him. Like, oh, you've you been down a little to us? Now nah, we've been by it. So we've been by it. We haven't gone in. She goes, well, oh, I haven't been in. I said, well, it's a little pricey. We, you know, it's just the two of us and, you know, six, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> a lot of money, man. You know, it's a couple hundred dollars a person. There's yeah. a minimum of like seven people that have to go. Oh, right. Crazy. She goes, oh, yeah, I understand. I said, but if you be, Kind enough to indulge me, I want to play you something, and I need for you to be honest about the ballpark we're in. So I play for her the thing that Alani had to say about the woman. And just the reaction in her face, I knew Alani was spot on. Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh my gosh, because this is this is incredible. She goes, This is a hundred percent so I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So I said, well, you know, maybe we'll make it down at some point. But, yeah, some of these haunted pl- places, it's very expensive.
1: Well, no, that's how they, they generate the money. Well, they get that. I mean, we, 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 that, you know? we, we
2: paid it to go see The Conjuring House. Right. That was kind of a bucket list thing, to actually go to The Conjuring House. That kind of spurred all the movies.
1: That that, uh, Mark, the guy that had that hotel
2: up there. Oh, the Erie. Yeah, the Erie. Me and Heather
1: went there. We rented, I don't know if we knew this, but we went up there for a night. I knew
2: we were you were going night. to. I know yeah, you, we ta- you were talking about it. We did. Yeah. We did.
1: And, uh, um, something did happen. Um, we were, we had the nicest room with the pole, the stripper pole, of course. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, uh, he had locked up all the other areas mm-hmm. so you couldn't wander around. What which I understand. You wants want people taking off of shit. I get it. He's got a lot of shit. Up there. Um, he was a great host, by the way. Just great host. But, uh, uh, she, she was, we, were, we had the TV in there and she was watching TV and I was on the floor and there was a huge bang. And they weren't home, by the way. Him and his other half at the time were gone. They were not there. And there was this huge bang in the house. And it was no, and that's a huge place. It's a huge place. And I'm like, holy Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that was the only thing that happened, but it was enough. You know, it was enough for my dad. here.
2: you know, and that place was in bed because that was, that's a read because uh, I don't know how much it was for you guys to go up and stay.
1: It was, I think the room that we got at the time was 250 or 300 uh, and, it, yeah.
2: and it's a bed and breakfast type place. Yeah, so that, yeah that, we got that's breakfast. One, that's one and thing. Yeah, yeah. Showed I showed When around, we went we up to play. investigate okay. as a group, I think it was only $40, $50 bucks a person right. to go do that. Um, We're talking about the Clyde Mansion up in Erie. Yes. Erie, New York. Clyde Mansion. Um, Also called the Eli Mansion. Um, This guy, this guy was the largest glass manufacturer during the Erie Canal era before Corning Glass came into being. So this guy had the market. Cornered on glass, making glass, all that kind of stuff. Um, built this incredible mansion. Had a whack, He he had the equivalent. He had his own Hunter Biden for a son. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay, he did. He did. So Billy Ely was a little little out there, um, and there was always rumors that he sometimes got carried away with the ladies. And uh, when they say he was a lady killer, he was. A lady, a killer, killer. Um, and this this video is on uh, this investigation's on YouTube as well, I believe. Um, if the whole thing isn't, if you go to anything we did with dowsing rods, there's a twenty minute dowsing rod session that Alani and one of the other team members did that night uh, to try to contact Billy Ely. That's very very. Interesting. Was I on that investigation? Yes. Okay, I was on that investigation yeah, it was, investigation. yeah, we went up with the Let's Talk Ghost. Oh, yeah, the Let's Talk
1: Ghost. <laughs> I think that was the first one you were on or something. It was. It was, it was the very it first. It was. I you was were, yelling at them, trying to get the yeah, spirit kicked yeah. off. And I was, don't do that. I'm, come on, motherfucker, show yourself. Yeah, I remember, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the official story was that uh, Billy had a heart attack and died um, during the and Rod Session. Um, and again, either believe or you don't. From what we could tell from the Dawson Raj session, is that he actually hung himself. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, we, we threw out different ways that he could have died. Gunshot, heart attack, things like that. The Dawson Raj didn't respond until we talked about hanging himself. Which, if he hung himself, you cut him down, you get the rope off him, you lay him in a position... You know, you path red people. It's close enough to a heart attack that it probably in the in the in the eighteen hundreds could have gotten gotten away with it. Nineteen yep. early nineteen mm-hmm. hundreds could have gotten away with it. Um, great location. Oh my god, great location. Yes. This this is like an oddity museum combined with a bed and breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's got one room. He, he, this guy does, he's, he's like a he's like one of these mad inventors. <laughs> He's um, highly intelligent. He is highly intelligent. Gifted. So he had some thought on how he was going to use gator backs. Yes. And these were the back straps from alligators. Yes. So he bought a gross tonnage yes. of alligator back straps. Yep. But he got them, and it just it wasn't going to work what he had planned. So he took them into one of his rooms, and the room is just literally covered from one end to the other in alligator back straps.
1: He did make motorcycle jackets. Oh, right. He used to make motorcycle jackets. He did. He had some. You're sell. right. You're right. Yeah, I thought about buying one, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm still thinking about
2: buying one. Yesterday, <laughs> right. he was going to make motorcycle backpack. jackets. I mean, just...
1: Yeah.
2: It wasn't practical. For some reason, right. it was yeah. costing... His fucking teeth hanging out of these <laughs> fucking... It was way more to make the yeah. jacket than you thought it
1: was going to be. And yeah. He wouldn't be able to sell them for anything. And, right, right. Um, he he had, was a, He was a self-made millionaire, too. This is an interesting yeah. story about this guy. He actually had the largest limousine... Uh, school
0: uh-huh. in
1: America. I don't know if you knew this about him. And knew this he did where a limo, but I didn't know about the school. No, he had a school, and he actually taught limo drivers, oh, and this really? is where he made all his money. And he had a limo service as well. Right. And, you know, he, I, I asked him, well, how'd you get into this? He goes, when I first got into it, I looked at what everybody was doing, you know, in the limo world, and I did exactly the opposite. The opposite. opposite. He goes, everything I've ever made money on, I did the opposite of what you everyone else lot, was doing. Actually,
2: there are a lot of people who say that when they yeah. say, oh, you know, I did the opposite.
1: But he was the limo driver, Billy Joel. Uh, he was the limo driver, Billy Joel, for many years. And he goes, Village Joel never sat in the back of the limo. He always sat up front. And a lot of times, he didn't want a limo. He just wanted a pickup truck or a van. Village Joel's a very down there earth type yeah. of guy, obviously. Uh, he, he was the uh, Carl Sagan. He was the limo driver, for Carl Sagan. And I have my my information on Carl Sagan and what he told me kind of interacts with what I already knew about Carl uh, and my, my super research in the band. Uh, but uh, Carl would always sit in the back of the limo. He would never, hardly ever talk to the driver and he always put the window up. He was an extremely private and secretive mm. man. Um, so he, he worked for the government. Uh, he was a, I guess you call him a debunker. He actually, uh, back in the early 70s, he actually wrote books uh on UFOs, uh, with more leaning towards that these things were not from the earth. Uh, he got involved with the government uh, in the later 70s and early 80s, and he completely changed his mindset on the entire UFO subject, uh, where he became a debunker. Uh, and I think he was working, you know, for whatever secret group uh, right. that runs a particular program. But anyway, it's a whole different story. So but yeah, there's
2: 20, 23, 33, there's a crap of rooms in his house. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Um, and he's got them all different themes. Like I said, the one alligator room, there was just alligator backstraps, right. wallpaper, the room. Uh, he had a devil's box devil's up in box. the upstairs. Yeah. So this is a room that's mirrors, covered. Mirrors,
1: fucking everywhere. Right? From
2: ceiling to floor, from wall to wall, just mirrors. Alani
1: did not like that room. That? Alani did not like no, that. I remember that. I remember
2: mirrors, that. Mirrors, she gets very interesting vibes off of mirrors. I know um, we went and saw Annabelle. Mm-hmm. they had brought a mirror from the museum there as well. And she was getting more negative vibrations off that mirror than she was from Annabelle to oh, wow. mm-hmm. um He had a room that was uh, he had somehow somewhere in his travels gotten uh, an actual authentic opium bed.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So
2: this thing is made out of solid wood. It's
1: got 50-pound drapes all the way around it. That's where he had his first experience. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the story he told about that. That's where he had his first experience with the ghost of that. Trying to get his hair cut off? No, no. Oh. He he was, when he brought that into the, you know, he was sleeping in that. And one night he was sleeping in that, and there was nobody else in the mansion with him. And he felt something get, and he was totally sober, by the way. He felt something lift up the covers and get in bed with him and push up against him. So that I is. yo that so yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a true story. So the opium yeah. bed. Yeah. Then there was in the opium bed.
2: Then there was like a seventy section. I think that's where you were with the stripper pole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then there was, it just had different rooms for different things. There was, uh, the there was like a living slash room meeting place that was all weird oddity things, skulls and spiders and tarantulas and all kinds of weird shit yep. in this room. Um, and then he had the the hidden room. Remember seeing the, yeah, see the hidden room? Yeah, Um it was just it was just crazy. But uh if you ever get a chance, it's called the, the either the Clyde Mansion or the Ely Mansion and it's in Clyde, New York. And uh, interesting place. Great host. Um yeah, it was that was probably one of them. I wouldn't mind going back there at some point. Me too. And, and I would doing, love to go doing back follow-up there. Doing a follow up investigation. Yeah, he's a great guy. So, um, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about doing that somewhere in the future. We go. Up, yeah, I would love to do that. Go up for a night. Yeah, for a night. Let them know we want to investigate. Too are yeah. up there, but we'll stay the night, and that'd be interesting. So, anyways, uh, anything, else? anything else? No,
1: anything I else? Uh, I think I part of me I think I hit everything I wanted to tonight. Uh, so I'm pretty good. Uh, I want to thank everybody uh, tuning in uh, in the comments, Julie. Uh, we do appreciate it. Yeah. Anyone yep. else that kind of listened in, we appreciate it. Um, and again, you know, uh, we are not uh, we're not news guys. We're not professional journalists. Uh, but we do our best, and we research the best we can. Uh, always check our information. We may be wrong on some things. Uh, we're 100% 50% of the time. 100% right, 50% time That's
2: it. Uh, 12 days away. We should have one more show in next week. Hopefully. Before the elections. Before the elections. Uh, we'll do some last-minute updates, some things that are going on. Uh, it'll be tough to cover everything. I'll take a quick look at the map and see where we're heading for our states. Uh, but we're, we're still showing up in California. Uh, we're still showing up in Virginia, West Virginia, I think Pennsylvania. Florida, we run about a half dozen states right now. In New York, of course. Um, not a lot of international so for this year. I'm already kind of upset about that, but well, you know, that's okay. It's all right. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll get together. We we'll to talk about that. Uh, new show out on uh, Netflix. I want to say uh, 28, 28 days. I think is what it's called. Basically, it's a grand experiment by Tony Sparra, who is the uh, son-in-law of Ed and Lorraine Warren. And apparently, Ed and Lorraine had a theory that to really get to know a haunted location, you had to spend 28 days there. Sounds Hmm. like a rehab program, but whatever. So they picked three locations. They sent three teams between two and three people on team. Out to the locations where I guess you spend 28 days to get a feel for it. And I don't know, a lot has been kind of watching, I've been kind of watching it. It's interesting, but I'm thinking just from my experience with the pandemic, if you're locked up any place for 28 days, it's probably going to start to get on your nerves and you're going to start
1: seeing and hearing things. And I'm just saying, Um, but, anyways. Uh, I watch a lot of different uh, little shows. Uh, HBO Cinemax online service. Uh, I'm watching right now something called The Righteous Gemstones. Right. Uh, uh, John Goodman, who played in Roseanne, the uh-huh. TV series, uh, plays the lead role as the head of this family. Uh, it's based upon a gigantic uh, church, uh, kind of like a Joel Olstein type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very funny. It's very good, and. Uh, like anything in life, you know, you hear about perfect relationships or you look at people like oh they have a perfect relationship or there's no such thing. There's always something hidden behind oh, yeah. the veil. Uh, I don't care what kind of relationship it is, you know, your parents, your father, your, your your lover, whatever it may be, you know, it may look golden from the outside, but there's always something uh, on the other side yeah. that you don't see. And this is a prime example. It's a great it's a if you want something funny at night to watch, to kind of relax, it's it's a good show. So, just the righteous gemstones. Righteous gemstones. Very funny. I, I find it hilarious. Because yeah. cool. I'm religious, I come from a religious I know you're, background. You're religious. I know. So it kind of plays into that, you it know, is. a little bit. So. It does. All right. All right. We're good. I'm, well, I'm good. I'm, all right. Thank I'm, you, everybody. I'm Have a great night, and hey. uh, we'll see you in about a week. Uh, yes. Uh, in case you don't
2: hear from us, November eighth. Get out yep. and vote. Get out Get and, out and vote. vote. Red wave, baby. Red <laughs> wave. Good night. House. Vote your conscience. Vote vote Republican. (laughs) If if you can't do something right, at least do something, you know.
0: Vote right. right. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution, you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.